Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well met fellow adventurers, I've decided to go to the Silver Shaft Inn, which is near Twithick. The old but well-kept inn known as the Silver Shaft is one of the few decent places sought out by travellers who trek along the woes that once between Twithick and Mixborough, an ancient highway that roughly traces the course of the Wither Twind. Enter the Silver Shaft Inn. The common womb of the Silver Shaft is thronged with travellers those affairs find them making the trek along the ancient highway running between Twithick and Mixborough. The inn's current keeper, a former mercenary known as Patch is a friendly fellow, though his temper is quick to turn, should something provoke him. A handful of servers bustle about the interior of the inn, attending to the needs of the patrons and to a large number of tasks, which Patch considers beneath his station. There's an observation link for the servers. The mix of admiration and amazement. You watch as the servers wind their way through the crowded room, only rarely bumping into anyone or losing hold of whatever they happen to be carrying. The inn is famous for its ale and spiced stew soup. Stew. Approach one of the servers. You approach a young man who seems to be directing patrons as they cross the common room room floor. He looks up and smiles. Is there anything you might need? You won't find better ale anywhere nearby, he says. Not even in Twithick. As for paleo, ale, spice stew or nothing. As for paleo first. 
You're prepared to hang over a gold token for a modern paleo, but the server tells you the steaming beverage is free. The young man hastily fetches you a stout wooden vessel filled nearly to the whim by a hot, dark serving of paleo. Then heads off across the common room to see to the needs of another thirsty patron. You take a seat by the fire and sip from your wooden muck as you watch the entertaining antics of some of the inn's more boisterous patrons. Approach the server again. This time I'm asking for ale. One gold token spent. You, your request for ale is promptly tended to by a server who hastily fetches you a frothing tankard of the inn's excellent brew. After accepting your gold token, the young woman turns and heads off across the common room to see to the needs of another thirsty patron. You take a seat by the hut fire and sip from your tankard as you watch the entertaining antics of some of the inn's more boisterous occupants. Alright, now ask for the scythe for the spice stew. Your request for the inn's spice stew elicits an aspirated sigh from the young man, quickly apologises for the impropriety, and tells you that stew has won out. Before you can ask for something in his place, he turns and hurries away across the crowded room. Alright, let's speak with Patch. The keeper of the silver shaft, a middle-aged former mercenary known only as Pat, only as Patch, sighs and promptly warns you against any designs you might have about wanting an inn. There's no real treasure in it, that's for sure, he says. Visibly annoyed to have to step aside and allow one of his servants, laden with several flagons of ale, to move through. He sighs and turns his attention back to you. What brings you out this way? Heading for Trithic? Off to Bergsbro? Neither one's got ale like ours. After conversing with him for a few minutes, you bid Patch farewell and move off across the common room. Nope, no, doesn't change the second time. There's an interesting plating that you can examine. Or there's an adventure for this location. Examine an interesting plating. Interesting plating. An interesting plating hanging to the left of the fireplace depicts a masked, hammer-wielding warrior standing over the carcass of a horned dragon. As you're studying the gruesome wooden mass that covers the face of the painting, painting's imposing subject, you suddenly realise you're looking at a depiction of the legendary warrior, an adventurer known as Dreadmask. Okay, I can click the link here. Dreadmask. The legendary warrior and adventurer known as Dreadmask obtained his rather sinister moniker as a result of the fear-inspiring, iron-banded wooden mask he wore. His real name is not known. Much of Dreadmask's magnificent equipment was marked with strange symbols, possibly goblinology, leading to this speculation the masked adventure was actually a very large goblin 
who carefully concealed his true identity from the human world. Oh, I kind of want that to be true. <laughs> Most now believe Dread Mask was human, but he hid himself either to disguise a disfigurement or maintain his anonymity. Dread Mask sent much of his adventuring career hunting down trolls, hunting down ogres, trolls, dragons and the undead. The many legends that we count as grand adventurers rarely speak of any companions, for a brief mention is made of a woman named Talonus by the name of Julia, to whom the masked warrior is said to have pledged his love. Dreadmask suddenly and inexplicably disappeared nearly 500 years ago, while on an expedition to find a dragon's lair somewhere in the Allspan Mountains. Alright, hmm. Where did he go? Oddly enough, when you gaze at the eyes peering through the mask in the painting, you suddenly feel as you are somehow in the presence of Dreadmask himself. Alright, now, let's... Adventures for this location. A rattle down below. Something is rattling in the cellar of the silver shaft. Start this adventure. Normal or scaled? Normal, scaled, normal, scaled, normal, scaled, normal, scaled, normal, mm, scaled. Bark on this adventure. While resting in silver shaft, silver the silver shaft's crowded, firelit common room, thankful for an opportunity to allow your weary feet a modest reprieve. You listen to a group of old men laugh as Patch, the innkeeper, relates a somewhat comical tale about an incessant and eerie rattling that has long plagued the inn cellar. When he has finished his account, Patch moves over to you and asks to have a quiet word. Without waiting for you to respond, he sits down at a table and leans in, speaking in a hushed tone. From what I've heard, you're not the sort to be easily spooked, he says. I don't know how much my tale you overheard, but most around here know it. I need someone to figure out about the rattle coming from the cellar. He asks Patch what he means by the rattle coming from the inn cellar. Apparently ignoring your question, he takes the conversation in a completely different direction. So here's what I'm proposing, he says. You go down there, into the cellar that is, and figure out what it is. By that I mean, find out whatever is making that rattling sound. It's been going on forever. Find out what it is, and stop it. And I'll come up with something good for you. Don't know that it'll be much mine, but I'll come up with what I am. How's that sit with you? Moderately intrigued by the vague description of the rattling sound, and the prospect of an adventure, you tell Patch... You'll gladly take a look around the cellar. And it's not rats, he says, rolling his eyes. Rats don't rattle. This is something else. Maybe something harmless enough, but it's not rats. Well, at least I don't think it is. Patch Toe thanks you for agreeing to investigate the cellar. He tells you that you can climb down through the hatch in the back of the back room at any time. Let me know if you find something, he says, as he hurries off to help a 
drunken, stumbling patron regain his feet. To go down into the cellar, select the Investigate the Cellar option from the Silver Shaft's main game section. Okay, Investigate the Cellar. In a small room just off the inn's crowded common room, you pull open a sturdy, iron-banded hatch and climb down a rickety flight of wooden steps into the dark, musty cellar. You're standing at the bottom of a set of rickety wooden steps that leads up to a small room at the back of the silver shaft's ground floor. Casks of ale and wine line the walls of the inn's damp, musty cellar. Now and again you can hear a faint sound from somewhere far off in the gloom. Alright, I'm in the I'm in the northwest corner and it's kind of kind of a square but the but it has alcoves going into the centre. Okay. Casts of ale and wine line the walls of the silver staff's damp, musty cellar. Now and again, the faint, though fairly discernible sound of rattling can be heard from somewhere far off through the gloom. A loud gurgling sound rises into the air as a broad puzzle, puddle, puddle of black slime oozes out of the gloom ahead. The sinister, rippling puddle weaves wildly as it begins to form itself into a towering wall of slime. Attack the rising wall of slime. You defiantly hold your ground and attack the towering wall of black slime. Begin combat. The towering wall of slime attempts to envelop you. The slime seems to regenerate. No, don't do that. Bad slime. You stay Dying. Yep. I'm bashing it, bashing it, bashing it. Bashing it, and it is slain. 20 XP. With a sickening, gurgling sound that echoes all along the short passage, the wall of slime rapidly melts into a puddle of bubbling ooze. After only a few moments, a sticky black mark at your feet is all that remains of the fearsome creature. Thankful to survive the encounter, you promptly resume your exploration. Alright, I'm just starting by going around the edge of the place. A loud gurgling sound rises into the air as a broad puddle of, puddle of black slime oozes out of the gloom ahead. The sinister, whippling puddle weaves wildly as it begins to form itself into a towering wall of slime. Attack! the slime. You defiantly hold your ground and attack the towering wall of black slime. Just, it regenerates, attempts to envelop you, and it is slain. 20 XC, XP. With a sickening, gurgling sound that echoes all along the short passage, the wall of slime rapidly melts into a puddle of bubbling ooze. To only a few moments, the sticky black mark your feet. A sticky black mark your feet is all that remains of the fearsome creature. Thankful to survive the encounter, you promptly resume your exploration.
Okay, moving down the eastern side. It's another wall of slime. Just going to quick combat these now. Another 20 XP. It's, it's the same as the last time. In the southeast corner, another wall of slime. Quick combat. 20 XP. Dissolves into dust. A sticky black mark. Yes, just going to keep going around and fighting slimes. Fighting slimes, trying to help and in and so on. Another wise wall, wall of slime. Take that. 20 XP. Okay, and now I've, I've made a full circle and I'm back where I started. Alright, so there's alcoves on the north, east, south and west side. Going into the centre. I don't know. It's a pretty odd configuration for a cellar, though. It's just a circle. Yeah, yeah I guess that kind of makes sense. Because you don't want to have too open a space underground because it would collapse. Uh, maybe you want to stay away from the middle because... That's probably where the heaviest parts of the pub is. Maybe. Uh, might make sense. You don't you wouldn't you wouldn't have one big empty space underground, because then you would either collapse or you'd have to spend time putting pillars and columns in and stuff. And that's that's just that's just work. Just just dig around. Just just have just have a just just go in a big circle. And making a circle makes sense because then every then the maximum distance you have to go is half the length of the cellar. Even if you're getting those really good casks from wide in the back. Okay, so the northern alcove, let's explore it. The corroded iron leader. Lever protrudes from a slotted metal plate affixed to the back wall of this narrow alcove. The lever is set into its middle position. Uh, I'm going to pull the lever up. With a brief and somewhat embarrassing struggle, you manage to push the lever up. Okay, now if I know my dungeons, there'll be another lever on the eastern side. You're suddenly overcome by the strange and eerie feeling that you're not alone. You quickly glance in both directions along the cellar pan passage. You can discern nothing beyond the range of your light. Slightly unnerved, but determined to continue exploration, you once again set up, set through the cellar. Okay. A strange engraving. I'm investigating the eastern alcove now. A strange engraving adorns the back wall of this broad alcove, just to the west of the cellar's main passage. The carved image depicts three swords. The first two so swords are resting on the tips of their blades, while the last of the three is set upon its rounded pommel. Okay... Okay, two swords on the tips, so they're pointing down, and the last is pointing up. 
Okay, this must tell me... Suddenly overcome by the strange and eerie feeling you're not alone. You quickly glance in both directions around the cellar passage. You can discern nothing beyond the range of your light. Slightly unnerved, but determined to continue your exploration, you once again set off through the cellar. I guess that's better than slimes. Okay, looks like, what, two up, one down. Oh, wait, I've got to check this again. Okay, two swords are resting on the tips of their blades. The last of the three is upon its grounded pommel. Okay, two down. Two down, one up. So up, I'll kick the south one, I'll have that put. The south lever, pull it up. Somewhat embarrassing struggle, you manage to pull the lever up. Right, and south. Okay. Okay, I'm going to pull this lever down. That's the western lever. Brief and somewhat embarrassing struggle. Took to move it. Hear a faint and rattling sound. Going to pull the lever down. Okay. Maybe if I pull this up. Right, yeah, I'm gonna pull it down. I'm gonna put gonna put the north and south one down and this one up. How about that? Pull it up. Okay. And pull this one down. Alright, head back south. Hmm. Hmm, there must be some... Let me look at this again. A strange... Oh, well, no, apparently something's happened. A strange engraving adorns the back wall. Broad alcove, just to the west of the cellar's main passage. The carved image depicts three swords. The first of the two swords are resting on the tips of their blades, while the last of the three is set upon its rounded pommel. I mean, okay, why is... Hmm... Wait a minute, I don't think this cellar of the inn was dug to be a cellar. I think it was dug for some other reason, and he just went, Oh! Oh, look! There's some sort of room down here. I guess I can put booze and paleo in it. I just hope it's not filled with monsters. Doesn't look like it is. Alright. I mean, not Every ruin is filled with monsters. Most of them, yes, but not everyone. And presumably it wasn't when he first started putting the the casks in, because otherwise he'd have got someone to clear it out first. Suddenly, something has happened, no? 64 XP to general. I guess that means I've got the levers in the right position. The wall bearing the engraving suddenly shimmers and vanishes, revealing a broad passage that continues to the west. Alright, let's go to the to the centre of the cellar. Hmm. 
Mm. Well, apparently, cask of ale and wine. Ale and wine still line this part of the cellar. Although maybe they don't, and it's just got the same description because most people don't. Yeah, who knows? Maybe they do go there. Maybe they don't. Just I can only read what's there. All right, to the very centre of the dungeon. You step into a small square room at the end of the passage, and are immediately confronted by a strange and unexpected sight. Seated around a half-rotted, leaning table, surrounded by a lurid, pale blue aura, the glowing apparitions of three elderly men. The trio of ghosts, in unison, turn to face you, the stoutest of the three spirits, his white hand gripping three playing parts, and his left holding a pair of bone dice, greets you with a friendly smile. He tosses the dice and watches as the bone cubes clatter along across the table. You quickly realise that the dice rolling on the surface of the table is, without any doubt, the strange rattling sound that has long plagues the inn and has been particularly bothersome to its keep keeper patch. Took, took just about an age for someone to come down here, he says, his tone and clarity of his voice making you momentarily forget his spectral form. Are you the keeper of the inn? You don't mu look much like an innkeeper to him, to me. The two other ghosts, each of them holding a hand of cards, nod at you. All three seem to be waiting for you to respond, so I can tell them they're not the innkeeper, or I could leave immediately. I'm going to leave immediately, just to see what happens. With no desire to remain here even a moment longer, you turn and retreat along the passage. Glancing back over your shoulder, relieved that the three ghosts have returned to their game of cards and dice, and seem to take no further interest in you. Okay, now I'm going to meet them. Okay. Yeah, so same as last time. Yep, they're playing very noisy dice. That's it. That's the source of the sound. I am not the innkeeper. I'll just tell them that. Well, then it should concern you to know that. Wait, did you say you're not the keeper? Oh, well, quite a pity. You look like you'll make a fine innkeeper. No matter. We'll have, to, we'll have to tell someone. May or may not interest you to know, know that the hole down below is once again open, says the stout ghost. You best go down there, take a look for yourself. It's always quite a chore to close it. The three of us know that. You ask the ghost what he means by the hole down below. His answer surprises you. You learn that the three spirits seated around the table, all once keepers of the silver shaft. The stout ghost who's been speaking to you reveals that he kept the inn a little over a century ago. He, to he tells you the hole to which he's referring is something that's always been bothersome to the silver shaft and its long line of harried keepers. Wait a minute, does that mean patch... Is Patch going to be part, be a ghost here too, eventually? Probably. 
Oh, well. I mean, there are worse places to be a ghost. I mean, at least you get... At least you get to play cards and dice. And presumably, you could just wander up to the inn and people watch. Because people would probably run away or something. It's very hard to do that, but... They, I guess they'll get used to it eventually. This is a gateway to to some other place, as near as I can figure it. Says the innkeeper's ghost, quickly peeking at the cards he's just been dealt. Don't ask Yemi more about it, about it, though. I understand it no better than I did long ago, when it was my problem. I don't suppose you found any of that black slime down here? You have. In that case... Things were a bit worse than I thought. Unless that hole is closed up, things are only going to get worse. Once the stimes, stimes stops coming through, there will be... Well, never mind about that. I'll just worry about getting that hole closed. The ghosts tell you that the hole is located in, this, in the sealed-off lower level of the cellar. I've sealed off the lower several, says... One of the older ghosts who appears frighteningly thin in comparison to the stout spirit to whom you've been speaking. It's a foolish notion. And now, now I've had the better part of 70 years to consider it. The slime, slime still comes from the hole and finds its way up here. Let me tell you where to find the hatch. The thin ghost tells you that you can find the hatch by heading east from here. Until you reach the passage running north and south. Then he tells you by going north you'll find a wooden hatch concealed in the dirt door. Dirt floor. You ask the ghost if they can tell you anything else about the hole. Through which the black slime is apparently entering the cellar. Almost in unison. The three, the three apparitions shake their head. Dropping a bit of salt into it always seemed to close up. Close it up for a while, says the third ghost, a one-eyed man with a long scar running across his bald head. Of course, you have to get close enough to it to make that work. Here, you've even got some salt you can have. The one-eyed ghost produces a pou pouch and tosses it to you. You peer into the tiny cloth bag. It's more it and discover it contains a small quantity of salt. It's a pouch of salt. View it now. It's a pouch of salt. Encumbrance of one. This cloth pouch contains a quantity of salt. According to one of the according to one of the ghosts of the Silver Shaft's former innkeepers, pouring salt into the hole on the in on the cellar's lower level will affect the closing of the opening. The three former innkeepers, those spirits, for reasons are known, unknown, are doomed to forever haunt the cellars. The cellar of the silver shaft tell you that unless the hall is closed soon, things will quickly take a turn for the worst. Now, I don't know sh whether I should tell Patch about this curse thing, because it might be too... If it's already too late, then... Then I'm just worried. I'm just worried. He's just getting extra worry for no benefit. But maybe, maybe it could be changed. Maybe it could get out in time. 
But I presume, presume the chef, presume someone will turn up because that's just how curses work. Good luck, says the stout ghost as he and his two phantasmal companions return their full attention to the game. And you can tell the innkeeper, we'll try to keep down the waxling, but without the dice, we have no game. And without the game, well, that's something that's just too terrifying to even consider. Hmm, maybe if I, if, if I gave you some sort of soft cloth, a pad or something to roll the dice on, that, that would muffle the sound. Hmm... Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure Patch could figure something out. I mean, bars have bar wags. They probably, probably have some cloths, curtains, various other things. Sure, he, he should better figure something out. I mean, does he know about the ghosts? Does he? I don't know. He'll, he probably will figure it out. I mean, he doesn't know about the what was causing the clattering, so presumably he doesn't know about the ghosts because, I mean, the puzzle wasn't solved before and that lever was really hard to pull, so maybe he didn't have the strength to pull it and really had no reason to. And he, honestly, why... But, the thing is, I probably would if I owned an inn with a puzzle, with a puzzle in 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 the basement. I would probably solve it because, yeah. Well, he doesn't know. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I assume he doesn't know about the ghosts. You bid the three friendly spirits farewell, and make your way back along the passage. Determined to find the cellar's lower level and investigate the hole. To reach the spot described by the thin ghost, head east twice and then north once. Okay, east, east, north. Just below an open hatch in the centre of the cellar of the passage, a set of wooden steps descend into the, into the cellar's lower level. Climb down into the cellar's lower level. You climb climb down through the hatch and descend the wooden steps that lead down into a short passage. At the end of the passage, you discover a heavy stone slab set into the floor. A churning black vortex, no more than a foot in diameter, is sunk into the slab. You immediately realise that the hole spoken of by the ghosts, ghosts of the innkeepers, is actually a portal. I can't say I'm surprised. I mean, most of the time where something weird happens, it's because somebody went and opened a gate. Well, I say most. I mean, it seems to be 50-50 split. Maybe not that well. More like 40-40. Someone opened a gate. Someone, someone raised the dead. Those are the odds. Most, those 40, 40, 40 split for the really weird stuff. Of course, there's bandits, but bandits are just regular stuff. And so are goblins in this sort of world. But when it's something 
other. It's either going to be gates or necromancy. All necromancers that open gates. Alright, you're standing at the end of a short passage on the lower level of the silver shaft cellar. Before you, in the middle of a stone slab set into the floor, is a swirling black portal. Strange gurgling sounds rise out of the magical gate and echo eerily along the corridor. According to the ghosts of the inn's past keepers, it is from this hole that the black slimes are emerging. Suddenly, I guess, more black slimes? A hideous gurgling sound rises out of the portal as a long, thick strand of black slime oozes through the magical gate. The whippling puddle of slime begins to rise into a towering wall. Hold your ground and face the black slime. You bravely hold your ground against the towering wall of black slime. It's the first wall of black slime. And of course that does imply there will be others. Attempts to envelop you. It seems to regenerate. Alright, Quickstone will be... Whew, repeat the 20. Roll with another 20. Thank you, Quickstone. 20 XP. With a sickening gurgling sound that echoes all through the short passage, the wall of slime rapidly melts into a puddle of bubbling ooze. With only a few moments, a sticky black mark at your feet is all that remains of the fearsome creature. A hideous gurgling sound rises out of the portal as yet another black slime oozes through the magical gate. The whippling portal of slime begins to rise into a towering wall. Hold your ground and face the second black slime. You bravely hold your ground against a towering wall of black slime. Alright, here's second wall of slime. Just going to bash it up. And it's bashed. And also, now my mace is done. My mace is absolutely gross. I'm going to I'm going to have to probably sink it in some sort of some sort of ethanol high some sort of 90% ethanol solution just to decontaminate it. Also maybe fire fire would probably help too. With a sickening 20 XP, with a sickening gurgling sound that goes all along the short passage, the wall of slime rapidly melts into a puddle of bubbling ooze. With only a few moments, a, sicky, a sticky black mark at your feet is all that remains of the fearsome creature. A hideous gurgling sound rises out of the portal as yet another black slime oozes through the magical gate. The whippling puddle of slime begins to rise into a towering wall. Hold your ground and face the third black slime. You bravely hold your ground against a towering wall of black slime. Bash, 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 bash. Seems to regenerate. I do a special attack. And also, you execute a stroke worthy of your grandmaster level of ma weapon mastery and weaponry bashing. 
35 MR this round. Of course, that was quite unnecessary. We're going to battle wage. How many of you things are there? Yeah. You've slain your foe. 20 XP. With a sickening, gurgling sound that echoes all along the short passage, the wall of slime rapidly melts into a puddle of bubbling ooze. To only a few moments, a sticky black mark at your feet is all that remains of the fearsome creature. Alright, slime number four. Just going to give that a bash. Bash, bash, bash. It tries to regenerate, but not fast enough. And I finish it off with a battle wage. Come on, I just want to close this portal. 20 XP. Black mark is all that remains. The fifth black slime. Ooh, you're getting quite a lot of combat experience for this adventure. Seems to regenerate as it attempts to envelop you and is slain. Another 20 XP. Number six. Okay, this is... This is a lot of slimes. Yeah, I actually saw it regenerate that time. Yes, it's adding a few turns to regeneration. Not really that big a deal. At least not when you're high enough level that it's a free plus. Alright. And there, number seven. Okay, how many of these slimes are there? I, of course, I've played this before, but I don't remember. The eighth black slime. Oh my, oh my. Thing is, I have no idea. It's not like many of the other. It's not, it's not like any of the other combat conga lines. Where you can see, oh, there's the back of the line. Nope, this one, you've no idea how long it'll last. Oh, oh, it's regenerating faster than I can kill it. Ah, uh, now I'm killing it faster than it can regenerate. There we are, 20 XP for that. The ninth black slime. Ugh. Regenerated my first few blows. Attempts to envelop you. And is slain. Another 20 XP. The tenth black slime. Yeah, whoa, that's quite a few. Probably gonna have to update the wiki with the amount of experience these things give. Actually, I'll do that right now. Okay, I'm fighting the 11th wall of slime. That's just crazy. 11, 11 walls of slime. Uh, oh, 21 XP for those. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, and they must be getting steadily tougher with each one. Because that's that's to be expected. Because usually every time you get an enemy conga, the MR rating slightly increases with each one. And you know the MR has increased because the XP has increased. Even though, of course, it's 3+. plus. Sticky black mark. You're standing at the end of a short passage on the lowest level of the silver shaft cellar. Before you, in the middle of a stone slab set into the floor, is a swirling black portal. Strange gurgling sounds rise out of the magical gate and echo eerily along the corridors. 
according to the ghosts of the inn's past keepers, it's from this hole that the black slimes were emerging suddenly. A hideous gurgling sound rises out of the portal as yet another of the black slime oozes for the magical gate. The wh- a whippling puddle of slime begins to rise into a towering wall. Twelfth black slime. Here we are. Twelfth wall of black slime. Is that the last of them? I uh, maybe. Regenerates and attempts to envelop you and is slain. 21 XP. Okay, let's see. Sickening, gurgling sound echoes all along the short passage. The wall of slime rapidly melts into a puddle of bubbling ooze. After only a few minutes, sticky black mark your feet is all that remains of the fearsome creature. According to your ghost of the past innkeeper, it's from this hole the black side slimes are emerging. Much to relief, the onslaught of slimes that spilled out of the portals appears to be over for now. So, I've got a few options here. Well, two. Obviously, I could just head back. What happens if I do that? You tweak your passage and make your way up to the cellar's, cellar's first level. Top of the steps, you step down through the climb through the open hatch and step into the dark passage above. Okay, just climb down. The hole is a portal. Yeah, it's just going to stick there. Just going to stay there until you deal with it. Yes, and of course, if I leave it long enough, the slimes will come out again. Of course, this isn't, this isn't, I don't think it's actually programmed in for them to come back in because it's assumed that even if you leave it for weeks what actually happened is you did it immediately afterwards you know in the same way that in proving grounds you could do a scenario leave it for a long time and then do something that happened three seconds after the, something that happened literally directly afterwards, months later, because it's just how it's just. Well, I I think these stories are actually all these stories are being told by the bard, by the bard that you see in the Wonder Dragonfire adventure, which is why the timelines are can be flipped about a bit and why you can suddenly get new equipment in the middle of an adventure like the proving grounds and why the seasons can just change from one adventure to the next because we're not telling the story of his life we're telling the tale not doing history, we're doing the tale, or something like that. Which is why probably a lot of the adventures that I'm done were actually done by other adventurers, but were just looped onto my tale. Because that just happens with great heroes. They They get tales assigned to them. This unknown hero, oh, it's probably Zoop. 
Alright, so anyway, so I could use that salt to close to close the hole, or I could use gating, which must be at 70 or higher. So for so for a lot of lot of people who play this game, that's not an option. Because this is a fairly early this is a quest you can do really early on. Which is why you have this on. But of course, it's more rewarding to use gating, so I will use gating. It succeeded. 128 experience to gating. You channel your power of gating and focuses it on the churning vortex. Beads of sweat appear on your brow as you struggle against the powerful magic vying to hold open the gate. Suddenly, Without a sound, the inky portal closes. Weary of all your efforts, but thankful that the portal is now gone, you turn and make your way out of the cellar. Hopeful that the silver shaft inn has seen the last of its slimy invaders. Although Patch didn't really mention anything about these slimy invaders, I guess he... they only turned up just now and he hasn't had to go down to the cellar between the first of them turning up and the last i mean i guess that could happen or maybe they just hide from him because maybe that's part of the innkeeper curse that the slimes don't get you mm. yes you trek out of the cellar, stopping to peek into the small room in which you encountered the ghosts of the three silver shafts, former keepers. This time, however, the room is dark and empty. Hmm, where did they go? Short while later, you're back in the inn's common room, standing before Patch, relating to the wide-eyed former mercenary all that transpired in the cellar. At first, he appears dumbstruck and unable to respond. So, however, his startled way gives look gives way to a broad, wide smile. You nearly had me with that one, he says, feigning an unconvincing chain of laughs. Ghosts, indeed. But don't say it too loudly. There's the type pipe around here that wouldn't believe it. Ghosts credit about. Swats, wasn't it? As much as I didn't want to believe. It was rats, right? How many of them? Big ones? Admittedly, yeah, I can understand why he doesn't want to believe that, because then he, he's cursed. And yeah, you don't want to be cursed. <laughs> and you have plans. You can't. I mean, you, you spend all this time at church. You want to go to a... You want to go to the really sweet afterlife, you know, with, with, with the soda fountain, and 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 the bingo, <laughs> and and the and the choral music, and the lovely cups of tea. <laughs> You're about to restate your tale when suddenly and inexplicably decide to go along with the only account. Patched. Patch seems willing to accept. You nod and tell him it was rats. Big rats. Awful things, he says, grimacing. By now, by big. What do you mean? Just 
how big? Patch asks you a few more questions about the rats, and suddenly presents you with a pouch filled with gold. 100 gold, to be precise. It's not very much, but if I have more to spare, surely give it to you, he says. By the way, those big rats you took off, took care of down there. What's left of them in, in fairly good shape, I mean to say? There's something left of them, isn't there? How big did you say they were? Taken aback by the odd questions, you're not, you're not quite certain how best to respond. You struggle to come up with a suitable answer. No, 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 don't worry about it, he says, smiling and dismissing his own inquiry with a wave of his hand. I'll have a look, look at what's there and see for myself. Thank you again, Zoop. Think you could use an ale. Best brew around, mind. With a flagon of the inn's famous ale in hand, you find a seat by the fire and take a few sips of the thick, delicious brew. Patch smiles as he, as he moves by, heading for the back room, presumably bound for the cellar in search of the non-existent remains of the dead rats. As you take another sip from Ruel, you're suddenly struck by a morbid thought, one of which you force yourself to immediately put out of mind, despite having swiftly regarded the gruesome notion. You silently vow to never call for a serving of the Silver Shaft's famous spiced stew. And that finishes this adventure with 384 experience to general okay speak with patch he sighs and turns his attention back to you thank you again Vazoop, for clearing out the little matter on our cellar you know the piece i found without that constant rattle going on down there you know never did find any dead rats suppose something must have already gotten to them but what oh well it's too worrisome to think about. I'm just glad the wattle's gone. After conversing with him for a few minutes, you bid Patch farewell and move off across the common room. Okay, now, can I have the spiced stew? Now. Nope. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. I cannot have the spiced stew. Okay, so that, that's enough for now. Next time, I think I'll, I think there's something to do with that portal. That picture of Dread Mask, it just seems off somehow. But anyway, I've gone to Trithic, to Auto Restore, and to Save. So that's what I'll be doing next time. Until then, farewell, fellow adventurous you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours activities excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.